0: You are listening to Up and Comers, featuring Ty Brazzle and CJ King.
1: This be that music, that soothe your soul. Uh, young man, big dreams. Trying to turn ambitions into realities. Uh, set back after set back. I done fell down, but I keep rolling. i they came too far to go back. Now get knocked down, still rise like Pacquiao, yeah. I traveled through bloody waters, plenty snakes in the garden, adversity made me stronger I could vouch down better for it, grew from the pain, it was all in the plan God put me up on game, now I'm feeling like Eric Jordan. tell them uh, now I feel like a mic in the clutch, give me the rock, I'm a switch, kid sweet with the touch Can't miss when the game on the line. team dependent on me, I can't let them die They ready to see me fall, gone? pray for me now, yeah, yeah uh, Southside kid with a West Coast float, this be that music to soothe your soul, yeah. Uh, fighting in this world, but I'm going
0: for gold, uh, I can't stop, can't quit, gotta give my all, cuz. Yeah, yeah. This episode of Up and Comers features two young rappers from the South, Ty Brazel and CJ King. First up, Ty Brazel. Tyler Brazel was born on August 23, 1994 in Memphis, Tennessee. He grew up in a two-parent home with his three siblings until his parents divorced when he was eight. A couple of years later, his mother remarried.
2: My mother is a Messianic Jew. She was born in a Jewish household, and she was not allowed to say Jesus when she was coming up. But when she was in high school, her boyfriend uh Introduce her to the gospel and she believed and now, and that created friction between her and her family but that that kind of eased up over time, but they're still not believers on that side of the family. But so my mom is. I was taken to church every Sunday, you know, and, um, when my parents got divorced, we didn't go to church as much because it was, there was a lot going on. And then once I was in middle school, I kind of just stopped going out of my own will, but I was raised, you know, to believe. I actually believed when I was eight years old. I remember it vividly. I remember believing that Jesus was my Savior, you know, so I definitely believed as a young boy. And I always had that foundation, but it didn't become real until later. like personally real to me.
0: For the most part, Tyler was a good kid. His freshman year of high school, he started taking basketball and football seriously as an athlete. But sophomore year, things started to go downhill when an addiction turned into a hustle.
1: I remember rolling cush all night long, long. Star phone cup dripping purple spray Bright. Gone, gone off the bars, got a bite one bite About one. to take off to the stars, going high up Life was moving fast, so we sip slow This is feeling perfect, just like heaven came to earth And all I need me is a bad chick That was just a life, though ditching for the night, though In the morning, she probably regretted Man, these girls, I stay sense of self-worth I could probably take advantage But my mama taught me better, I'll forget yeah. that I'ma gone do it for the pleasure yeah. Saturday we play sunday go to church man i know that this is wrong but it feels so right, right. another broken heart down break another one tonight see me acting like i'm fine but the pain deep inside caught me living in a lie i ain't even gonna fight now hey i'm addicted to the lifestyle. lifestyle yeah i'm addicted to the lifestyle i can't even lie i'm addicted to the high To the lifestyle, yeah. I'm addicted to the lifestyle. I can't even lie. I'm addicted to the high. I'm addicted to the high. I ain't never going back now. What I'm supposed to do, feel like I'm trapped now. Trapped now. Caught up in these chains. I'm a slave to the lifestyle. Yeah, I'm a slave to the lifestyle. Caught up in these chains. I'm a slave to
2: the lifestyle. I started smoking weed with some friends and uh, I became addicted. You know, I was smoking, you know, multiple times a day. And, um, I would, I continue that pattern. I could, conti- I continue that pattern by going to, you know, different drugs, more harder drugs, taking pills. And, um, I was taking Vennix bars and tabs and I was, uh, experimenting with more, um, potent weed and kind of just going all out with that. By the grace of God, I never went to, to nothing too hard, but what ended up happening was I started to, I began to sell and distribute drugs when I was in like the 11th grade. So, I started off just, you know, using and I started distributing. And, um, and I always tell people it's just because, you know, my role models were rappers and I wanted to do what they did. And so, you know, they always told me to get money, you know, sell drugs, get the most women, do whatever you could to gain credit, you know, to to gain respect from people around you. And uh, so I just kind of chased after that.
3: It's
1: Mama always had me stay up out of streets, son. Shit alone is something me home. Man, it's cold out, dare down, care down. Need you wanna hear her. Try to be young, be young. Came a long way from a young face, young face. Kid, not a kid trying to touch base. Take it to the stars, big dreams, I ain't playing game. This is real life. I promised my mama one day. we be sitting good, vacay with the nice shade. nightshade. nice thank you got. 6 championship touche, ooh, they sippin' rosé, sippin' Bombay, pourin' Kayak, bumpin' Kanye, blowin' blunts back, cush to the face, fat purse sack, way beyond blaze, Glock on hip, point range with the gunplay, I just pour wine, break bread, I'll your flow, young kid do it big like the Super Bowl, take it to another level, promise they ain't ready for the revolution, tell the truth, son, listen, I don't deal dope, I'm a whole dealer, speak life, take a bite of the soul food, I'm just tryna speak the truth, get yeah, the whole truth, this is real music, I'm bringing back the soul, With the thugs when well, they lean sipping. And them blood rolled up and them boys clicked up. And then you all probably blooded and me mean crippin'. Look, I understand, brother, it's a real struggle. Then I used to sell dope like a real hustler. Then the fans shut me down? Man, I should have listened. Then I seen the tears fall down from my own mother. when it's cold in these streets, target ice cold. It's a war out there, they don't fight. No, they bringing out the AK, bust in your ice cold. Man, you playing game with your life like a dice roll. Listen, I don't deal dope. I'm a whole
2: dealer. In my senior year of high school, I had a, um, encounter with God, you know, I was, I was just in a really, I was in a really tough spot in a bad situation. And I called out to God and, you know, I really, um, just asked for him to show up, show his face and please help me. And he did, you know, and so I, I really, it really became real to me after that experience, you know, and, um, so what ended up happening was that was like a month before. I went to college and um once I went to college I backslid so after you know after I had that encounter I was I was going full fledged Christ follower, you know, doing Christian things, listening to gospel music and, you know, um reading my Bible and stuff like that and once I went to college, I backslid and, you know, there was free drugs all around me and parties every night. And, you know, I, I went back into that lifestyle. And then at the end of my, to make a long story short, at the end of my first year of college, um, after being arrested multiple times, you know, for, for drug possession and, and different, different things of that nature, um, I just God just, you know, he called me. He called me home. He, he called me to do music for him. And that's when I began to transition because at first I was doing secular rap, you know, and then that's when I began to make the transition into the C.A. faith, as well as the transition into living the Christian life and really being a follower of Christ.
0: Ty dropped out of Ole Miss, University of Mississippi, after his freshman year, and began grinding towards writing rhymes that glorify God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Take time and pressure, make diamonds, foundation, solid God In my conscience, came up in those streets of Memphis Where them bloods, Chris, fights running, this is murder country All I ever wanted was a chain and a Porsche drug dealer Father figure taught me what's important, Though women, power, money OG, put the game all up on me, magic, justice, where I should've died Mercy covered me a hundred times, walking through the valley Evil all around me, demons plotting, got me fearing for my life Looking over my shoulder, the enemy approaching, I'm in dangerous territory I very heavy on me, feeling the paranoia, I can't stress that I'm got his hand say twice got his hand on me got plan for me i the
2: heard the Lecrae album when i was in like i guess i was about 11 years old my my Sunday school teacher gave it to me and i was really impacted by it, it was after the music stopped the album and it had such a great impact on me. And um, that was all I knew throughout high school with Clay. But after my encounter, after my senior year, uh, I met a Christian man who, would, who was kind of helping uh, helping me to stay focused and, and getting in the world with me. And he and his friends were all big Christian hip-hop kids. And they would tell me about Social Club, and they would tell me about you know, Lecrae and all the reach guys. And they would talk about the humble beast guys. And, you know, they were really putting me on to some different artists and different music. And so I became more aware of who was involved with it, but I didn't really listen to it a lot. So once I, once I started to transition into stage, it it was more because I knew, you know, what Andy Minio was doing and I knew what Lecrae was doing. And, um, I was just, that was all I seen with you but I started to research it a little more after that. They they put me on the rap and I became more indulged in the culture. I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone, yeah, I'm gone. Hey yo, I'm wasted off the word, high off the spirit, in another world,
1: it's that cloud knife. feeling.
0: A name for himself with his debut mixtape Cloud9 Raps. Rapzilla gave the project their Best Free Album award and inducted him into their freshman 15. He also got a management deal through Nashville's first management company's new Christian hip-hop division called Level Change. The division is headed by radio personality Chris Chicago. So what does Ty attribute his early success to?
2: Definitely Favor and purpose for one, you know. I felt like I felt like when I dropped out of school, when I left school, I really knew that I had a gift to make words fit, to, to make good songs, to do it in a unique way. Um, but also, I worked really, really hard on my first mixtape. Like when I um, when I was recording the mixtape, you know, in 2014, I was working. Every day, long hours. And I would spend all my... Hours. I had a clothing line going, and I was spending all those profits. I was spending it all on the music. And so I I, I spent 10... I want to say between nine and $10,000 on Cloud9 Raps, which is my first mixtape. You know, once once you add up studio time, marketing, video, I took a lot of money on it. And I did a lot of... Um, I did a lot of... Um, just, just grinding really hard and, and spending a lot of time and, and using those efforts to promote the mixtape. So once I dropped it, you know, I spent $1,100 to have it plastered all over Rapzilla just so people could hear it. And over time, you know, people just really liked it. People really liked my approach. And um, I, I began to gain a buzz, you know, um, and started putting out... Uh, More videos, I find a management deal that really helped me out just by, you know, the branding aspect of it and having that extra push. And so I, I, I really, I can't really credit it for one thing, why it happened the way it happened. But I will say that, you know, God definitely, you know, if you're called to something, you have a purpose and it's just specific, you know, God will bless it.
0: Not long ago, Ty put out his 1994 Until EP. It can be seen on tour performing tracks from yeah. that project.
1: Uh, yeah, say so you got sweeter, you got sweeter. Come on. Uh, I said God made things so wonderful. Don't know why I tried to leave. Every time I run from you, you keep coming back for me. Yeah. Yeah. cause you got sweeter, sweeter love.
2: Obviously, I was born in 1994 and uh, originally the concept came to me, but I didn't have a real meaning for it. It was like God dropped it in my spirit and it was kind of out of nowhere kind of. I I didn't know what it meant until God gave me a revelation. And, uh, you know, I began to see the obituary, like obituary dates would pop up in my head and I, I just began to think about it and it, it kind of clicked all of a sudden, like 1994 until there is no end date. So not only has God had grace on my life and kept me throughout this life and, and, and really shielded me and kept me from death so many times that I can, you know, just recount and I can, can remember. Also, I will never die. There will there will be no end until it's just left alone because I'll get to, you know, spend life and have life with God in eternity. So it's kind of a double meaning just to talk about how God's grace has kept me in this life and how it's keeping me and providing me with the next life. I feel like for the most part, every song um, alludes to the grace of God in different areas of my life. You know, like the intro, I talk about how God called out for me and reached out to me while I was in that lifestyle. You know, while I was selling drugs and really adamant about being um, respected when it when it was all about, you know, being the man and, and chasing after chasing after money and, and and high, chasing after a high. And God called me out of that lifestyle, you know, it was the grace of God that called me, it was the grace of God that showed me, you know, how beautiful the lifestyle that I've been missing out on, what true life I was really missing on. And then, you know, just going throughout, you know, the different songs, there's there's this overwhelming or overarching theme of grace um, on different areas of my life.
1: Uh, uh, Say you got sweeter love.
0: Want to support Testimony, a Musician Story? Here's how. We created a Patreon account that allows you to financially support us while receiving perks. One perk is our exclusive cuts. I have one to two hour long conversations with artists and cut it down to 15 minutes. So there is a lot of great content that I simply cannot fit into one episode. Our Patreon supporters will get those exclusives plus conversations with myself and partner and engineer, Gary. Visit TestimonyStories.com to find the Patreon link and support our ministry. This Up and Comer's debut single, Swervin', spent five months on the One Accord DJ Alliance's top ten and was spanned by just about every DJ across the country.
3: Let me tell you how I'm really living. No, I ain't popping the popular. I can barely fit in a little something like my head in the snapback. All the dirty birds in my children on my trap. Dad, I just wanna keep it real as I'm fishing for bosses. Cause only beasts on my king's team want my dollar. Yeah, and I can even bet a dollar, homie. Anytime I holler, he'll be coming. They sap like Rocky. Tell me what's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> but he already got it. When I feel kind of drink ish, I start from the bottom and go from zero to a hundred real quick with blessings I'm counting. It's like blessings abounding. I need a blessing to countin' And I know that. Uh.
0: C.J. King was born Chauncey King Jr. on December 26, 1992, in Atlanta, Georgia. He was raised in a two-parent household. The Kings were heavily involved in church. His father was a deacon-turned-pastor, and his mother was on the financial committee.
4: I definitely enjoyed church uh, growing up maybe until about you know my teenage years then it got to the point where i was like uh i had made up in my mind when i was 16 so as soon as i can get out the household i'm never never going back to church again like i i was determined not to go back to church so um it was a very interesting time in my life because i was just churched out i guess you see a lot of people in church portraying one thing and I got tired of not seeing the outside of the church. And then the church also took away from a lot of my dad's time with me as his only son. So a lot of those things really just had a big effect on me. So I was very much against church for a little while. It really changed my senior year of high school. um I remember because I had such a business towards my pops and I was, uh, I went to this prayer service with one of my friends. And they convinced me to go, and I was just adamant about not going. I was like, nah, I'm good, I'm good. Like, I'm not trying to go. But I went, and uh, the minister was talking about forgiveness, you know, opening up your heart, you know, until you forgive, you know, you won't receive certain blessings in life. And he was really just pounding, pounding the the way of forgiving into his sermon. And so I remember going to the altar afterward, I had to push myself to go, and I said, look, God, I really don't want to be bitter. Like, I, I don't want to be bitter at all towards my pops. Like, um, I'm tired of this feeling. You know, if something happened to him, I will regret this. And I'm just praying, and I pleaded for, you know, uh, forgiveness towards the church, towards my dad. And uh, after that, uh, it wasn't the it was a transition. You know, after that I was, I was a lot more open to forgiving and slowly it all began to melt away. Like I began to kind of forget about the past and what had happened and to live more in the present and you know for tomorrow.
3: This the type of track that make you want to hum alone like a long life. Sometimes I wish I was a butterfly.
0: The transition from high school to Liberty University in Virginia was a bit of a challenge for this preacher's kid.
3: Every time I take a step like they're grabbing ankles.
4: used to be in church all the time. But when I went to college I had to find a church myself and that was just so draining. And so it was months and months when I didn't go to church. And I got so used to not going to church on Sunday or anything like that that I kind of forgot about it. Like it used to be second nature but now it was at the point where I wasn't even thinking about church on the Sunday, which was a scary place. And um I remember I was dealing with a lot, working three jobs, um, you know, trying to Get, get this money and, and grind it out. Like, I was very depressed mentally. I was struggling financially. Even while working three jobs, like, the money just didn't seemed to be there. Um, and I told my wife, who was, at the time, my girlfriend, I was like, man, you know what? At this point, I don't even believe there's a God. I don't even know if God is real. Uh, so I was like, man, I've seen my family struggle financially. They give their all to other people, give their all to the church. And yet it's still... You know, I don't see the, I don't see the rewards. I don't see the benefits. Um, and I was, at that point, I was pretty much done. I was done with the whole faith walk. I was, I was done with it. And she told me, she was like, you know, this is the scariest place I've ever seen you at. And um, I even knew it myself. I was like, man, it's not a place I want to be. And one night, I, I literally had nothing left to give. I was just tired. I got home from work. I said, man, this can't be all that life is summed up to be. Like, I can't just work, come home, and have no remedy for how I'm feeling. And so, I literally broke down. And I was like, God, if if you're out there, like, I need some. I just need some peace. I need something. I can't even describe the feeling. It was the closest I've ever felt to God. It was, it was like this overwhelming, like, uh like, relaxing feeling that just kind of took took me over. And I remember, like, it was yesterday. I just laid on the floor, just crying. I was like, God, like, this this is what I need. Like, I never wanted this to go away. Like, I need this, like, stay. From that point on, you know, I've always been striving to get that feeling back. So it's a constant strive just to get closer and closer to him. I feel like at that point, he was kind of showing me, you know, that. This is how close I want you to be to me. This is, this I'm here. I'm right here with you. I'm always gonna be here.
3: Heal from a sinner man. You gotta need you at the sinner man. Please heal from a sinner man. You gotta need you at the sinner man. Yeah, yeah. We go to church on Sunday, raise our hand to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then we leave thinking I'll never leave this high. Amen. To that fella see that shorty walking by in the gym night trying to practice bouncing other eyes on oh, me Oh yeah I have been there, vision went from so clear To human nature giving in a flesh and saying oh well It's more apparent every day I need this grace Cause I will never know the price it costs to take my place You hearing from a brother who no longer doing it solo I couldn't carry the tune, I was coming up short like Frodo So I ain't no better or no worse than you And I don't know how to fake it, I miss rehearsal too
0: Growing up, CJ wasn't allowed to listen to hip-hop. One of his friends gave him Eminem's The Eminem Show album, and he was drawn in by how passionately he expressed his words. From there, he convinced his parents to allow him to listen to CHH artists like Gritz and T-Bone. And a young CHH rapper was birthed. Young CJ kicked some elementary rhymes to young jocks. It's going down at church, so by the time he made it to college, everyone on campus knew him as that Christian hip hop guy.
4: Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a convocation service, and at this service, you know, they have uh, the worship team lead. You know, they sing songs by like Hillsong and Bethel, and um, we have speakers. A lot of my black friends, group that I hung out with, we weren't really just involved in convocation it just didn't appeal to us and so a lot of the times I would be sleep honestly and uh randomly during the summer after I moved off campus it was kind of the own thing uh Liberty called me and said hey man we're uh we're looking to incorporate hip-hop into our worship services and, and we would we would like you know you to be that guy to help us do that and I was like, yeah, that's cool, cool, I'm down with that. And at this point, you know, I wasn't going to return back to school because, um, my parents were victims to, um, I didn't, someone show their social security and all of that stuff. So I messed up our money for school. So, um, I couldn't go back in August. So this is, you know, summertime. I'm content with not going back to school. I'm like, all right, you know, God, you got this. Then they called me back and said, hey, uh, would a scholarship help you, you know, be able to get back in school? I was like, yeah, <laughs> heck yeah, that would help. So never in my life did I think that hip-hop or me rapping would pay for my school. And then secondly, it took the burden off my parents. So in a sense, very early on, hip-hop did for my parents what I wanted it to do much further down the road, which was take care of them financially.
0: CJ became the first recipient of a hip-hop scholarship at Liberty University. He recently graduated and still resides in VA, working for Liberty, fusing hip-hop into worship. A few weeks ago, his debut album, Swerving, released.
4: Swerving came about during a time where I was really uh, dealing with a lot of temptations regarding uh, women. So at the time I was still dating my now wife, and uh, a lot of temptations were coming forth just to kind of sidetrack me. And uh, I remember sitting in the room one day, and I let my roommate hear a beat. He was like, yo, that beat is dope. And so I start, uh, how I write my songs, I come up with melody first, and then I come up with uh, words. So the song's going on, and I'm just like, I kind of humming out what kind of flow I want. And um, I really don't know how this came to my head, but it was like swerving. I can't really explain how it came, <laughs> but um, songs that typically come that quickly, because I recorded it, mixed it, all of that within an hour, and the song was done. And songs that come that quick and that easy, I know are like inspired and sent straight from God. So it took my career to a different level. In today's society, you listen to the hip-hop scene. There are a lot of gospel influences in there, and they're flirting around with putting gospel in the music and different things like that and it's because they're looking for something and real and authentic and um i think it's us i think it's our duty to be that girl i just got a duty to my king and
3: duty to my woman who just tell it with a ring i'm just saying tell me what's really popping and i ain't talking dancing unless you really like it it's old school but i'm swearing on the yo me and i ain't finna invite a man let's just high C. the flesh is the problem yeah, mate, so I'm swervin only old me inspiring. You don't need a bottom, you don't need a think of it. Swervin only I ain't with the darkness like a am holiday. I'm swervin only old me, Man, I got a problem. I jet my swervin only.
0: Thank you for listening to testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown, theory of the music lover, constantly seeking positive
3: music.